Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Waffle Press Movie Hangouts. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. This is a new setup for me. If you're watching on the YouTube, this is a webcam now. It's it's different. The, the angles are very wide. So if I go over here, I'm going to look very odd. I'm going to stay dead center. We're going to stay focused today. No tangents. We're just going to talk about the top five films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, which will have obviously objective connotations and no one will be disgruntled by anyone's choices here. Again, I'm your host, Diego Crespo. With me today is my co-host, Gina Versa. Hey, how's it going? Coming from uh, Doctor Strange's house. Do you like, do you like Doctor like Strange? Symptom, is, symptom. is that in your top five, Gene? No, it's not, not in my top five. No no yeah. Scott Derrickson stands here? Um, well, maybe like the Sam Raimi one, Multiverse of Madness, might well, have that one, but... <laughs> we will see um and laughing all the way from across the pond are our good friends uh, uh jack and henry esquire from that 90s spider-man show hello my friends Ciao. how are you both <laughs> not bad yeah yeah, yeah. As, as good as can be in the year of 2021 this flaming hellscape of present day <laughs> oh well you know i mean but you guys have health care right yeah um, so yeah, okay. just just about just about yeah we've been actively <laughs> trying to destroy it for decades and we're just about getting there now. oh no uh, you know i mean that's not great either no things are bad things are bad but you know what's good your guys' show what's what's that like to, to do an entire show about the 90s spider-man cartoon and then i mean what what i love about your guys show so much is that you find ways to branch out from just like focusing on the 90s spider-man cartoon mm. and then like okay well like like when i went on for blade it's like well yeah. you could talk about the blade episode but really we talked about the blade films you yeah. know there's a we we're almost always fighting against the premise of our own show yeah because uh, <laughs> uh like we we go deep into uh every episode of spider-man the animated series but we're also like uh finding other ways to branch out even on our like patreon like we always go too far with everything. Uh, it's so, kind of deal. so the Blade thing started off as like, well, let's do a couple of episodes on Blade. And then on our Patreon, we did an episode on every Blade movie and Blade the anime and Blade the live action series starring... Uh, oh, Kirk Skipping Ms. Jones. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Which I now own, unfortunately. We uh, bought that for actual money. And if you want to buy it off of us, we'll, we'll give you money to take it, really. Well, that's what the Patreon feed that is was, for, I yeah. guess. Yeah. To pay us. Technically, technically, our fans paid for it. I can't believe that was on Spike TV and it aired on television. Blade A whole season of ad. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into the, the rest of the Marvel stuff here, because we've tried to avoid talking about the Marvel stuff on, on this hang out too regularly because it is it does tend to like take up the zeitgeist a lot uh so mm -hmm. i want to ask you too what else have you been watching recently or playing or reading whatever we have we've all had a lot more time to do things in um, the last year and a half kind of yeah. yeah speaking of moving away from the marvel zeitgeist i've been watching loki quite recently <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my head <laughs> yeah <laughs> which one i think but no like i think that's a primary like the thing i've been watching but around that i don't know like we have like um we've been starting me and jack we kind of we live together and we've been kind of like um going through like movie boxes of just like so usually when i suggest film jack's like no we're not watching that 
Mm-hmm. And so he introduced like a Saturday in which I can just give him a film and he can't veto it. Yeah, an, an absolute mystery box. Yeah. Um, and um, so and it's, it's getting very weird. It's got it's gotten weird already. Like it started weird and it's getting weirder. Yeah. Yeah. So we started with Chud, right? Yeah, Chud. And then there was Zardoz, which is a. Uh, Oh no! Incredible! It's it might be the best movie I've ever seen. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you did you guys know? We, we I knew, I knew, like I I knew one image, you know, or two images. I knew the giant mm. head and I knew the costume, and that oh, was yeah. it. Yeah. What a costume! Yeah. What a okay, costume. so oh, so you guys didn't know the name? No. Okay, I had this spoiled <laughs> for me, and I still haven't seen it. So, fuck off, it's... Matt Garingo. Um, but yeah um, it's a a journey yeah and then there was um what was your one oh well i i'm i'm already forgetting some of them already but the other day we watched the hip-hop witch da with a d yeah you guys ever heard of that no 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 i've never heard of that it's uh i'm stunned from the deep dives into like the absolute garbage on amazon prime there's uh a uh, a Blair Witch parody from 2000, I think, starring um, Eminem. Yes. Uh, in a role which he apparently sued them to remove his scenes from the movie unsuccessfully. Uh, <laughs> so it was quite an embarrassing thing to watch, to be honest. Oh, well, uh, yeah, for, for Eminem, for us it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, like, I haven't, I haven't seen the whole movie because I kind of, like, um, unrelated to the quality of it, I fell asleep. But... Um, <laughs> I actually, like, I remember watching Vanilla Ice and being like, he's actually better in this movie than Eminem is. Oh yeah, Vanilla Ice is also in He it. just shows up and you're like, oh, the movie's starting now. And we think we think they filmed his scenes outside an airport. Like oh, yeah. he was just coming into LAX or something. Like he didn't know he was being like, filmed at all. He was just like, oh shit, I guess the movie's happening now. I thought we were going to a set. And we're like, no. And um, like the only other like, Makes you watch everyone talk about his Book of Henry. Have you guys seen Book of Henry? Oh yes, yes. yes oh I have. my god. Oh boy. Oh no. That's a uh, what a picture. Freaking Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. He yeah, almost did a... episode nine. Yeah. Wow. Not a movie that got him off episode nine. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean no one's just... like said that's the reason, but I think we all just kind of know. You know. Yeah. yeah. I just think that <laughs> and like probably you know like just maybe he's difficult. Who knows. He, he seems like he's got a bit of an ego, but yeah, who am I to judge? It'd have to be an ego to, like, honestly put out that movie with no irony. <laughs> you have to be, I'm a genius, levels of ego. Did you guys do an episode on it when it came out? Um, no, I, I mentioned it on the podcast, and I was yeah. like, Jesus fucking Christ. But I'll never forget, there was a tweet um, from Colin Trevorrow where, like, some other writer that he works with now um, mm. was mentioning, like, like, you know, like, he was going to bat for for um for book of henry this writer and then colin trevorrow responded like i have to show you my hat trick about how that's actually following the same structure as new hope and from that moment on i was just like what planet is this man from like what (laughs) What that does that mean what was that one tweet he deleted where he was like throwing shade at the last jedi and it's like made the book of henry like where do you get off like throwing shade <laughs> i don't you know I mean, what i i used to think he was i i don't think he was actually throwing shade at, at you don't think so I, no because like All his right. uh, duel of the fates the and we shouldn't spend too much time talking about this because we're here to talk about marvel the yeah. other big franchise but like <laughs> yeah uh his his duel of the fate script that leaked, leaked along with the concept art that leaked um it's 
very like it's a very sincere attempt to follow up the last jedi mm. like like it's cynical ah. because he's a cynical writer but it's like that's not the problem with it that it followed up the last jedi no nah. yeah. yeah but you know because if you make a sequel to the last jedi you'd have to follow up the last jedi that would be weird if you made a sequel to that movie and didn't follow up on it you know <laughs> it had to be a complete hack to not I'm, I'm actually so. currently watching um uh rise of skywalker, rise of skywalker while watching uh, like five minutes at a time Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I can handle at the moment. Um, we are currently 10 minutes in and we introduced this idea like maybe six months ago. Yeah, I'm not even holding up to that, really. No. It's, uh, Did it Colin Trevorrow uh, do uh, Jurassic World as well? Yeah, yeah. He, he wrote all yeah. three of them and he's back directing the final entry in the trilogy. Right. Which is I remember <laughs> the first Jurassic World there was, it was one of the few times I like was at the cinema and I went to the bathroom and I came back and I sort of just like strolled back because I was like, you know what? The longer I take, the more of this I'll miss. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, and, I, I and enjoyed I it the first time I saw it because everyone was like, yeah, fucking dinosaurs. We're America. Fuck yeah. We can't do yeah. anything wrong. And then a year and a half later, we elect Donald Trump. You know, like it's oh, yeah. Yeah. It just like shattered right the after. illusion of everything, yeah. including Jurassic World for me. So And then a year and a half later, we kept put up Fallen Kingdom. And yeah. I remember like going to that movie in cinemas and falling asleep. And I think I had a better time for it. I think you, you just <laughs> stopped starting to sound narcoleptic at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Lots, like I, I have a very short attention span. Wow. You know? I fell asleep as soon as like they got kidnapped and woke up for the dinosaur auction. And I was like, hell yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Well, you, make that, you make that movie sound amazing. Diego says it's amazing. He loves that movie. Oh, I, think it's, I think it's a solid B-monster movie. It's not like high art, but it's like yeah. The monster oh, stuff man. is is like rock solid I, in that movie. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, just the fact they made the dinosaur it's pretty mean spirited. Like, what's that lava where the lava's coming down? Oh yeah, no, dinosaur? no. I don't, I don't oh, like yeah. that stuff. Yeah, where they just like, treat them like zombies and shit. They treat them like zombies. That's a little. Uh, that was I a like. Little much I like the the super raptor at the end because yeah, that's yeah, fine. In my in my heart, I am a five year old child, and to me, that's yeah. the coolest yeah. thing ever. You know. I, I do. Still can't... I do appreciate doing dinosaur Resident Evil at the end. <laughs> yeah. you know? See, to me, that's like fuck yeah, man. If you're gonna yeah. go off the rails, that's how you do it. Yeah, I, I want to see a cyborg Vincent D'Onofrio back from the dead riding a <laughs> dinosaur. Oh hell yeah! Or he becomes a dinosaur himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I, was in, like a I think that was in one of the drafts for Jurassic, one of the Jurassic Park sequels, where it was like half human, half dinosaur hybrid or something. Oh yeah, yeah. That the John yeah, Sales. Yeah. 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 Uh, that draft is also available online. I I have read not it. Read it. It's uh, <laughs> it's not good, but like, it's very funny that this was like, this almost got made. Like, Jesus, guys. Uh, but anyway, speaking of things that got made and frustrate us, let's start talking about the the elephant in the room, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This this uh, controls yes. all of our lives now. This is all movies ever will be, and it's not uh, yeah yeah well before we get too into it where are you two coming from with the marvel cinematic universe now and we should note that we are recording this right before black widow's release to the public uh mm -hmm. so if that is actually like the best one somehow it's not going to be on our list so sorry yeah but, um jack and henry yeah what do you guys think about all of these so far <laughs> if you could sum it up really quick you're looking at me who i want to go first you go first yeah <laughs> okay so um I'm going to use something I never use, which is like a very like wide reaching 
ambling metaphor. And um, so, did you guys watch WandaVision? I did. I saw some. Okay. Okay, so WandaVision was, like, up until episode nine, was probably one of my favorite, like, or probably it was a favorite of the three of the Marvel shows. But then they got to, like, episode nine. Episode nine got to episode nine? So, so we got to the end of the WandaVision thing. And um, the last episode, last episode right. of One Division, and uh, yeah, it just went to shit. Just to be honest, and I think like the problem that I find, and going through the list and going through all the movies that I found really, really annoying was that like, with like the exception of maybe two or three movies, the third acts of these films they're they're pretty awful, just across the board. And like, I tried to like prove my list, getting through it again to be like. I'm only gonna have them in the top five, like the movies with a good third act. So I was like, you gotta have a top five with one movie. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, that's probably where I'm at. Is that like I enjoy these, but they need to end well for once. Yeah. And I feel like Black Widow is gonna end badly mm, in that way. Yeah. Like Taskmaster is gonna be like the reveal. I just have a, like a bad feeling about that reveal. Of, oh yeah. Who it ends up mm. being. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I think. The same thing with uh, uh, that I feel with the the third acts is that like the the top fives we will go into, I think would be completely different if we were to just be rating the first two acts. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, uh, there's definitely loads I really love, and then I get sort of towards the end, and I sort of lose interest in my perspective changes on it. Um, I will say in general, I am finally f- feeling the superhero fatigue after like. Uh, I don't know what, like five, ten years of articles about superhero d- fatigue. Um, yeah, yeah, finally that. Yeah, and so it's a bit. Uh, I, I, I'm, I do feel very exhausted from it, and it has, in a weird way, made me go back to things like the comics and be like, okay, I'm just gonna go enjoy this stuff over here now. Mm. Um, but at the same time, the thing with the MCU is that that I have been disappointed a lot. Um, I'm one of, I guess, the few people who didn't really like Endgame. Um, and... Actually, like, in respect, but I kind of don't like it either. Yeah, I convinced you that you you're, you're like in good company. Time. You're, yes, you're in very good company right now. <laughs> I, I don't like wow. the second act. I'll say that about yeah. Endgame. Oh, which one? Or, like, three? <laughs> <laughs> um, just when it becomes, like, a clip show time travel sort of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think there's, there's a thing with the MCU where they're trying to I think subvert and um, surprise people in a sometimes like a really cynical way, and sometimes it really works and sometimes it doesn't. But it does mean that at least I'm always interested enough to check out the new stuff because I'm like, okay, what are they going to do with Loki and what are they going to do with Black Widow and things like that? Because I'm like, they could do anything really. Mm. And most of the time lately, I've been disappointed, but you know, I'm I'm still. Like the schmuck buying tickets for it, so <laughs> subscribing to Disney it, Plus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it in our one division episodes where we were like, "Is Disney like an abusive relationship that we can keep going back to?" <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. When do one day it'll change? Yeah. But, no, um, no, they're yeah. they're they're so good. They're so good. You, oh, yeah. you, you guys you just don't know them like I do. do. Yeah. <laughs> that's so sad. Um, yeah. That's that's interesting. Uh, I, I think a lot of people kind of feel the fatigue. I definitely, uh, I, I was very pro Marvel, like for the first two phases. And then for phase three, 
I think a veil just kind of shattered. Again, I think this does genuinely lead back to like my disillusionment with like the American government when Trump got elected. And I I promise this isn't just a political rant. I I think like it just like kind of shattered my perception of reality. We're like, oh no, this doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. Oh, this is important. That's not important. You know, I started like realizing what mattered in life in a way. (laughs) And uh, that sounds very severe and like an existential crisis. And that's because it was, Um, but, (laughs) but uh, to like, like Jack's point, like uh, I, I've definitely been talking Gene's ear off about like, dude, I just need all these things to end. But it'll never. I, end. I do love superhero it's stuff. Awful. Like I do genuinely mm. like superhero stuff, you know. And watching some of, of these better ones, I think I, as harsh as I am publicly about them, the ones I do like, I'm like, no, no, no. These, these are really good like movies. I think I can go to bat for these like great films even. And then the rest, I'm like, ah, just just get them out of here. Go go away. <laughs> I don't need you in my <laughs> life anymore. <laughs> um yeah, yeah gene, any, like, sorry yeah well uh, gene any final thoughts before we we start jumping into this officially yeah i mean i just see like all the marvel stuff i've like thought about it thought about it because i i still mostly enjoy most of these movies like endgame don't like that second act um loved infinity war love captain marvel and i kind of feel like all the marvel sort of things like yeah i mean i'll tune into loki every week but it's like it's just, I mean, you know, could probably I have like some critiques here and there, but like, it's just like a good escape for me where I've like thought about it. It's kind of like when my grandma used to watch soap operas or telenovelas every single day. And I'm like, all right, I think that's just my uh, soap opera. I'm just like constantly tuning into yeah. just to get away from things. So that's how I kind of see like all the Marvel stuff. They're just like my stories and I, I need yeah. them. And I mean, there's, <laughs> there's definitely like power to that, but you got to remember yeah that one soap opera didn't become 22 separate soap operas and then control all the other soap mm-hmm. operas just uh well, some food for thought i guess there. i guess it's the uh cause and solution to all our problems yep, <laughs> oh, just yeah, like alcohol yeah <laughs> i was gonna say did anyone uh see the loki bart simpson shorts <laughs> like the stupidest thing oh no i saw your letterbox review of it which oh, is how yeah. I, I it existed <laughs> yeah it's just like those uh i feel bad for i don't know the simpsons animators or writers they're just like getting forced to like work on these or something because it's just yeah well that's what you want from uh your art is to feel sorry for the people who had to make it oh yeah yeah. isn't isn't that what it's all about uh all right so we'll do our top fives um this is this is gonna be very loose and fast. How do we want to do this? We want to do like each person does their top five from five to one. Do we want to do our fives individually and then go around doing our fours and our threes? How are we all feeling about this? I have I have no clue what the best <laughs> thing would be to be honest. Instinctively, like I feel like I'm gonna go on like a thing so. I might go for like my top five because I think it's pretty similar to what we did in our own episode of um, that my Spider-Man show. We just get through our MCU stuff. Like one movie's changed, but I kind of want to talk about the movie that went out and where it ended up. And that's going to be like in the top 10 somewhere. I might just like start talking and then three days later, I'll stop and then carry on. <laughs> okay. Okay. So all five at the same time, we'll, we'll top five blast then. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, sure. Cool. Okay. Um, you guys are the guests. You guys want to go first? Yeah, I think I think you should go first. I think you should go first this time. <laughs> okay, oh, so you can't right. just like, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, sure. Build up Henry's uh, really quick. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to build up hype, man. Magnum opus. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, should we go five to one then? Yeah. Sure. Okay, at number five, I've got uh, Age of Ultron, which um, I think is still an underrated entry. And like a lot of Marvel stuff, it's a bit bloated, but I think it doesn't get enough credit for like some of the like really interesting ideas um, it has going on in there and how it juggles so many different things at the same time. Uh, and then at number four, I've got Iron Man, which I always thought had an ending problem, but honestly, I think the the ending, the the final fight, Iron Monger, all that stuff is actually like really good in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got the first Avengers movie, which isn't like maybe like the best directed of these um it looks a bit like a tv movie sometimes but also it's just on a script level it's just so much fun and exactly what i want and still want from like these team up movies is seeing these characters together doing things yeah that aren't just the punching um and number two i got black panther which i mean as we all know, is just incredible and pushed some boundaries for the uh, MCU, I think. Huge uh, Ryan Coogler stan, obviously. Um, and then at number one, I've got um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yes. And um, I think like that's probably my roguest pick, but um, I just think there's a lot going on in that movie that is just really entertaining, but there's so much interesting themes and characterization everyone gets their moment it feels like a proper sequel that's expanding on what the first one did um and again james gunn showing how to do a soundtrack which is actually relevant to what's going on in the film uh yeah and that's my top five okay yeah, and that, that's that's a pretty good one um do we, do we want to take time to talk about them like all at once or you want to like just start fighting at the end of this or oops, I hit my microphone. <laughs> I, I would like to, I, I think we should, we should say something on, on each one. Okay. I, I mean, want to yeah, see yeah. who's mad at me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah your, you your number one is, is, is a good choice is what I'll mm-hmm. say for right now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad to see black Panthers up there. Cause I, I feel like that one's kind of gotten some, some critical backlash recently. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, right. not, not too much. Cause like, Chadwick Boseman's unfortunate passing has like kind of re-elevated it, but there's like, I feel like the, the tide has kind of turned on that one the most out of the, the recent highlights, you know, yeah. and I, I, I don't fully understand why I understand a little bit why, and I guess maybe we'll talk about that later, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's a hell of a list. I, I agree with most of that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say not too many movies use the needle draw properly in guardians too. Mm. X really does. We were talking about Fear Street earlier. Worst use of needle drops ever. Yeah, don't watch that movie on Netflix. <laughs> oh, it's just pretty bad needle drops, actually. Now I think about it, but yeah, right. Well, some other Marvel, uh, some other MCU movies that do needle drops not too great. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Matthew. All right, All right. Uh, ready to go. Ready to go. All right. Um, I've got my best up, ready to fight. But um, <laughs> so um, 
my list has kind of not changed from the last one it was, but like at number five, I've got Spider-Man Homecoming. Number four, I've got Guardians of the Galaxy. Number three, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. And number two is Iron Man. And for number one, I think like as one of the um, movie going experiences of my life, I didn't think it was like right up there, but uh, The Avengers for me is just hmm. like a pure distillation of what you want the MCU to be. You kind of like, you crush it up, you melt it down, you inject it into your veins and you're like, this is life. And this is, I'm happy with this. And 2012 was such a, Nice time. But yeah, that's my... Uh... <laughs> Remember those times. Remember those times before the world was not completely going to shit? <laughs> I do. But yeah. Um, so the thing is that that list has mostly stayed the same, but... Can you run through it one more time? So, right. yeah. So five, Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> Four, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Three, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. Two, Iron Man. And one, Avengers 2012. Yeah, I think that's a respectable list. I can get behind that. Awesome. Yeah. It's not quite as like rogue as yours. And um, one of the movies that changed from last time was Black Panther. Really? Yeah. And I have like I feel like a very like close connection to Black Panther, not because of the obvious thing of like I am part Panther, my mother on my mother's side. <laughs> yeah. But um also yeah. Um I remember seeing that in the movie theater, like right next to my old place, and like it was one of the best movie experiences of my life. It was probably mm. the best. Yeah. But um, I tried to be as objective as possible mm-hmm. and kind of say to myself, okay, if I wasn't part of Panther, if I hadn't seen this in the way that I did, mm. like what would I think of it. And while like I really like, you can tell the coolerness of it. It's like it smells a cooler. <laughs> it's um, there's some parts which like kind of left me a bit cold. And like some of the characters, I'm like, wish could wish could been a bit better. Mm. And as much as I love like Killmonger and Claw and stuff like that, I was like, it's only down. It goes go down to like a six for me. Right. And then like this, the seven. I, I want to give an honorable mention okay, to Guardians so, so of the Galaxy. This is your honorable mention list now, right? Well, certainly my five to ten, but yeah. Yeah. Honorable yeah. mention. <laughs> and then next would be Iron Man three. And Iron Man three is one of those movies where like. I understand why people aren't like this is the best MCU movie, but I will fight for it and I will kill for it <laughs> every time. And um, <laughs> then is Civil War, okay, which cool. um, we talked about the other day actually. And beyond like the airport scene, I think like the third act is probably one of the stronger ones of the MCU. There's like a really good story going on, but like unfortunately like there's two movies jammed into one three-hour cheese nightmare <laughs> and um that's the big like criticism you probably have of it is that it's trying to do too much at once but the things that it does do well it does really well and then um i've lost count but then the movie after that is infinity war was that five movies yeah i think okay, so. yeah so infinity war as well was just like look for donald trump getting elected of the mcu <laughs> think about it. kind of yeah terrible <laughs> but like in the terms of like the well the better better analogy would be like the Aussie man this episode of Breaking Bad, but I don't want to like do spoilers. Right. Okay. And I can like and I feel like everyone knows that Donald Trump got elected. Yeah. But like that sort of thing of like, oh, okay, everything's coming to roost now. Spo- spoilers for 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of people died. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lots of different ways. But yeah, that's my top. 10 i think if i can count properly which i'm not so sure i can no 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 that was good that was good uh, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised to see a, a spider-man pick up there spider-man yeah. seems to be the divisive character in the mcu lately you know? yeah. yeah i think i think most... that's a definite honorable mention for me from the five because i do i did consider putting homecoming in there you know but mm. yeah it's just a few things about it that 
bother me, but like there's so much in it that works as well, which is something you can say about a lot of these, I think. Yeah. Because mm. I fell in love with it when I saw it. I saw it like two or three times in cinema, which I've never done. I don't watch movies in cinema more than once, and even yeah. then, not really that often. Can, can I just interject to say I watched Iron Man 2 in cinemas three times? You need to do more with your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a, I'm, a, I'm a crazy person. So. Yeah. I watched it once on the plane. <laughs> oh, that's the way to do it. Yeah. I'm not even like, I had a moon screen, I like, looked through on someone else's screen and watched it that way. <laughs> just silent <laughs> all the way through. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> great. Now I don't have to hear like Mickey Rourke's Russian accent now. Oh, no. No, no, that's all I want to hear from that movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whiplash, man. Oh, yeah. Underrated. The guy with right five, the guy with whips. What will happen? <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, what, what was I talking about? Um, I can't remember. I do very oh, no, Yeah, yeah. I was just saying that was like, uh, I'm, I'm glad to see that one up there. I, I'm be honest, yeah. it's not mine, but mm-hmm. I, I got a soft spot for that one more than most of these. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of undenied in it quite a lot. So I was like, Black Panther was homecoming, and like taken away from like the visual thing of being in the cinema and like my heritage. It was one of those things where like um, I just enjoy the movie a lot more. And like for what a Spider-Man movie tries to be, I think up until like one point in the third act, surprise, surprise, it does it, mm. and it kind of like has it down. And like I was, I would be more critical of like it if not for the fact that every third act in the MCU pretty much is terrible. So I was like, yeah, let, let bygones be bygones. And even then, it was like at five. It wasn't going to be higher than that. Hmm. All right. I've, I've, yeah, I felt more appreciative to Homecoming after Far From Home, to be honest. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Far From Home just like really not broke me, but like I was really disappointed with that third act. I mean, for we're gonna have a venting session, I've been very open about how like watching because I I thought Captain Marvel looked boring as shit, and then I saw it and I was like, you know what? I think this is kind of a solid movie. Like mm-hmm. I actually kind of like this a lot. And then I saw Endgame and, and I was like, oh, that's right, mm-hmm. I don't care. And then I saw Far From Home and it was just like, I was like, I'm done. Like this is this is <laughs> this is it for me. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm probably not watching any of the, these new ones for a while, quite frankly. What just I'll, I'll, I just yeah, don't I'll care steal him. anymore. Yeah, I'll steal you, kidnap you, and take you to uh, what's it uh, No Way Home. No, has to be not. disappointed. Right? <laughs> can I, can yeah. I make a predict an MCU prediction here? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Far From Home is going to be the rise of Skywalker of the new Spider-Man trilogy. And I know for a lot of people, that's probably going to be a bummer. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they're going to try and do so much of the, I, I guess, the immediate things fans want that, like, they're not going to be, they're going to go further away from telling a Spider-Man story, you know? Oh, no. Like, what's further away from New York and Queens than Europe? Like, let's go to other dimensions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's go to other New Yorks. I mean, that's just yeah. not our fucking killer. Like, I, I'm probably like a broken record at this point, but it's like, it's so exciting. You watch Homecoming and it's like, look, for, for all the problems that movie has, like about like the working class villain and stuff like that. Like, I, I think that stuff works for this one movie. Hmm. The next one, you got to start doing more Spider-Man-y stuff, right? Yeah. But like, I it just... ends with him being like, no, I'm not going to join the Avengers. I, I need to, to be firmly on the ground. I know where I belong for right now. Hmm. And then the next three movies, he's in space. 
like mm-hmm. that just yeah. intrinsically does not work yeah so like what the hell like why would you do that and they they set up that they were going to do like a trilogy of films in high school like that was like the mission mm-hmm. statement and it's like yeah. it, they didn't well, do I mean, that i mean he's in high school <laughs> but i'm gonna uh, go through the computer and i'm gonna slap you <laughs> like, like yeah he's in high school but yeah. he's like <laughs> yeah well, he went out of high school age he's not yeah. doing anything high school age yeah. yeah there you go yeah uh, not all his classmates are because some of them have lived for five years longer. <laughs> yeah, so weird. So that's such yeah. an odd thing. And then they, caused, was it like just explain that away at the beginning of like Far From Home? I did. I will say I did love that. Like mm-hmm. almost like the, the um. This is so hard to explain. So like, We're just not going to do it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's in, like. In- yeah, who thought that was a good idea? Just like characters are five years older than other characters. I mean, that makes like Tony Stark like a psychopath, maybe, right? Because it's like we're gonna undo the snap, but we're gonna just bring everyone who died back. Everything mm. else is gonna stay the same. It's like, what? Who the fuck does that? To who? Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna have to stop myself from venting about the decision that Tony Stark made because no, I you're right, like you're right. all the time. He does yeah, all the no. time. No, it's you thank you, Jack. Decisions. It's so upsetting. We need to move on because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna like keep that in the back of my head though. Like, no way home is gonna be the rise of Skywalker. Oh no, it totally is. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. by that you meant that you would have watched ten minutes of it and like. Watch <laughs> no, no I can't stop myself from watching Spider-Man movies. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is this is it for me. This is the test. This last December. This will be all ah, right, yeah. yeah. But uh, Gene, all right, top yeah. five. Let's do this. All right, here we go. Top five, uh, from five to one. Number five is Infinity War. I thought that was uh, really, um, probably not perfect, but in terms of like making like an event sort of film that I felt like reading like crossovers in the comic books or event books, like Infinity Gauntlet, which is based off it, really, it really felt like that. Um, and just to see just characters interact that I never thought would interact, like, I don't know, like Drax and Iron Man or like Spider-Man and um, like Star Wars. Pretty cool. And um, yeah, I mean, I think that ending is really um, understated and just watching that with like a, like a regular audience that don't, that, that aren't familiar with the comic books and aren't, you know, savvy to, People always come back in comic books. They were really shocked, and like the crowd was like making like I don't know, it wasn't obnoxious, but they were making like shocked, loud noises as Spider-Man snaps mm-hmm. away, fades away. I um, all the Guardians fade away. Like, yeah, that was uh, I can't replicate that that theater experience. So I think that would get my five spot um, for mm-hmm. Black Panther. Yeah, um, yeah, that that as Jack and. Um, you get, Henry said, yeah, that that is a really well-made movie. I'm sure, you know, there's some stuff it could have improved on in terms of visual effects, but yeah, I think I think that still holds up. That's really solid. Uh, three is Thor Ragnarok. Have to go to bat for that one because I just love anything that uses Zeppelin. Great. <laughs> um, Taika really directed the crap out of that movie and makes me excited for Love and Thunder, whatever he does with that. Um course guardians is number two i don't, I don't think i'd really need to explain that because everyone just loves guardians 
And then um, I think Winter Soldier would be the top spot because I think, ah. um, yeah, I think out of all the MC movies that is trying to make a really uh, important statement and it has a lot of themes that I think are at least are worth talking about. And out of all the Rousseau movies, that was probably the better one. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely go for that one. So my top five, I don't know. And then on yeah, the would probably, sorry, um, Homecoming. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna say that, like, the weird thing with some of these top fives is that I feel like I can almost switch mine to that, and it still makes sense in my head. Mm-hmm. You say something like Thor Ragnarok, and I'm like, yeah, that that movie did rule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, like... And as far as Infinity War goes, like, I my that's one of my favorite cinema experiences I've had because my whole crowd went completely wild as well. Yeah. Um, which is. Funny because, like, um, unfortunately, my your screening of Black Panther sounded amazing. My yeah. screening of Black Panther was a like maybe twenty people. They were all like, uh, sort of like middle class, like white couples in their like fifties or something, you know. And it was just like dead silence, you know, for most of it. And it just it did kind of affect the experience a bit. Whereas, like, Infinity War, everyone was going crazy the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll definitely say Infinity War was significantly improved by the theater experience. I, I think watching it without that, I was like, oh, well, <laughs> I'll always have Winter Soldier. I'm kind, of, kind of anxious to watch it again, actually, without like all the crowd to tell me that it's good. You know, yeah, because well, like stuff, stuff does like get you like excited. Like when Thor shows up in Wakanda, it's like, oh, that's yeah. my fucking boy. Because yeah. I've been, I've been a Thor fan since Thor one. Which may yeah. shock people because apparently only five people like that fucking movie still. <laughs> but like, I'm too fond of it. It's it's good. Everyone is wrong. Uh, Kenneth Branagh, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. You, sure. you guys have to like him because you guys are from the same like region, right? No. Jack and yeah. oh, Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right. Well. Like as an actor, eh, but as a director, like, did he direct that Artemis Fowl movie? We don't. We don't oh, even yeah, talk about that one. Though. <laughs> that <one's- laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's got, <laughs> you got to make uh, Death on the Nile or whatever. No, he, he did. Made uh, uh, he brought back Shakespeare. You know. Yeah, there you go. He's in Wild Wild West. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Who could forget? <laughs> yeah, he did do that Frankenstein movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well the the point is, I'm a fan. <laughs> of this. That's all I wanted to say. Um, That's fair. Yeah, and uh, Winter Soldier, I, I still think is like a pretty rock solid like action movie. I don't, I don't know how much the themes and like ideas hold up for me just in the grand scheme of the Marvel stuff. But like as its own individual film, I, I stand by it. Still, I, I still think it's it's. And I'm I'm not the Russos guy anymore. They're like my enemies now. But like rewatching that movie Even last the year, the quiet one that never talks. Oh yeah, I, I is he like a robot? Right, like he just waits for the other one to give him commands. Is that the guy it? that's not Anthony? Or no, yeah. the the guy that's not Anthony Rousseau, Joe Rousseau. Never, yeah. yeah. Never heard it's of the same Quizzum thing, maybe. I don't know. Imagine yeah. that Simpsons joke where they're on like the lawn and there's like, one guy like standing there like this, and the Homer's like, I want to see what that guy does. <laughs> and I feel like he's gonna do something, and then like four people will die. Yeah. And we're like, oh. <laughs> or uh, yeah, I don't yeah, like he's like a Yakuza, just like slice like slice someone in half. Yeah. I was gonna say, are they like it's like a pen and teller, but one of them just doesn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, like Jan's not a Bob. <laughs> yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Winter Soldier is a good choice. Um, and Guardians 1, you said, right? Yeah, just the first Guardians. Just the first one? Okay. okay. I like Volume 2 enough, but like, yeah, just just didn't make it in the top five. But mm-hmm. Volume 2 is great. Mm-hmm. Just making sure. All right. And then I'll, I'll just run down my, my top five right now, too. I just want to make sure I got these right because the number five swapped around a lot. Like uh, mm-hmm. I have my my letterbox list right here. Whoops, <laughs> almost went to another list. My letterbox list, and you can kind of see what's what's up there. But um, yeah, the number five choice swapped around a little bit. So the honorable mentions, I guess, would be uh, the first two Avengers films, which I still think are are very entertaining. Uh, the mm-hmm. first one is, is dealing with like I think a little heavier themes than maybe gets credit for. Not nearly as heavy as like some of the better films, but like. The government tries to nuke New York in that film, you know, and yeah, like yeah. the film is explicitly saying that that's like a bad thing, and not like a heroic moment. So I don't know. I just I think about that a lot, considering the state of the U.S. government at this point. Um, yeah. And then Avengers: Age of Ultron. I, I think it's it's unfortunately still a brilliant film made by a, a terrible terrible person. Black Panther, uh, I, I think, is still generally a great film too. Uh, yeah, the, the CG does not hold up at mm. all. Um, but again, it's a film that's carried by like themes and great direction by Ryan Coogler. I I am very curious what he does for a sequel. Uh, yeah. And, and concerned, if I'm being honest. But um, he's a fantastic filmmaker with or without the MCU and just his career as a whole. I, I'm really interested in seeing what else he has in store for the coming years. <clears throat> Still a little under the weather, so excuse me. All right. And so number five, Captain America, the first Avenger. I still think it's a rock solid adventure film. It's got a nice swashbuckling pulp adventure tone. Uh, it's got a lot of heart. I think it's the mm-hmm. film that firmly establishes the heart of the series in a way that a lot of the other ones don't. Um, and it's also very romantic. Remember romance? Remember romance in big movies? This film does. Yeah. Uh, there's genuine like sexual tension and it's not even like super crazy it's not like a, a groundbreaking film it's just like what was the standard at a point in time and mm. um, I, I think it's very sweet and I I think Chris Evans like at this time I think we forget Chris Evans was known as like an asshole like in film not like the person but yeah. like you know he played a lot of like jerks like I never yeah. saw not another teen movie but I, I know that's where a lot of people from our age oh, group like yeah. oh yeah knew him from mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so that's you know that's kind of unfortunate uh, number four the first Thor because I think that's a great character film uh I, I think it's one of the rare superhero films that the the low point in the character arc is when Thor is wrecking shit in an action scene like his action scene is a low point. Like he has to learn how to overcome his obstacles without stuff that we attribute naturally to superhero stories. And I just find that dynamic so fascinating. Um, I, I do think the ice giant, the frost giants are a little underdeveloped, but they're mm-hmm. also kind of like intentionally like be villains in this story. And uh, everything with Thor and Loki's dynamic, I, I think is just like, it is so beautifully written and, uh, there's a reason Tom Hiddleston is still playing the character. You know what I mean? And Chris mm-hmm. Hemsworth to that degree. I think both are actually among the better castings in the MCU. And um, Tom Hiddleston, he's always had like the online fangirl fan base. And I don't, I don't mean that like to, to dis- be disreputable. I mean, like he's, he's cultivated mm-hmm. a fan base for a reason. Chris Hemsworth has finally gotten there. And I mm-hmm. think um, 
the more the merrier, honestly, for both of them. I'll talk my shit about the MCU, but both of them are, are two of my favorite things to come out of it, for sure. Uh, number two, Iron Man 3, or excuse me, number three, Iron Man 3. Because, ah, yeah. <laughs> I think this is the one that ages better than all the rest. I think Shane Black gets to, to weave into Shane Blackisms quite a bit. Uh, all of his action movies tend to have this angle where they're like, all the villains tend to be like mercenaries and like people from the private like sector in the military industrial complex. And I don't think that's an accident. Um, like it's not a mistake that the villains in this are like Terminator two style, like lava henchmen who have <laughs> suffered like amputations in war, maybe because they've been cast aside by a government that didn't care about them very much. And I wonder if maybe that was intentional to pivot against Tony Stark, who is a, a character who profited off the same weapons that maybe maimed those people. I don't know. There's a lot going on in that movie. And it's also just fun as shit, quite frankly. I think the quips have never been better, never more authentic to character. And the uh, the plane sequence like kind of reminds you what it's like when like a real action scene happens on screen, which doesn't happen very much in these anymore. So, uh, And I think it's the third act that actually like brings it together as opposed to having it fall apart mm. would be really weird if they tried to undo that Mandarin twist. Good thing they're not <laughs> doing that anytime soon. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, n- number two, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a great film. Everyone knows why it's great. Number one is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. It's, I've talked about it to death. I won't spend much more time going on there. Uh, it's mm. To me, it's everything these movies could be. It is mostly standalone, like I think most of these should be. And it is a complete pure expression of James Gunn love of uh, movies, music, visuals, and people. And, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, it's all I can really ask for from these. It's, uh, it moves me endlessly, and I can't wait for Volume 3. Or Suicide Squad, for that matter. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. We'll see. We'll I, ho- I hope you nailed it. Yeah. I, I have a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. How'd I do? <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, it's making me want to rewatch a lot of these movies, to be honest. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I swore I'd, I'd have a break after like marathoning so many of them, like mm-hmm. for Infinity War and then sort of again for uh, Endgame. Yeah, so I was kind of done. I was kind of like, I can't do this anymore. I can't watch more of these. But then you talk about stuff like Iron Man 3 and, um, and it really really makes me want to watch them again really yeah. i say this without any degree of like irony but i wish i was brave enough to put that in my top five <laughs> <laughs> i'm like that's such a great shout and like the more you talk about it i'm like i fucking love this movie mm-hmm. you know and like yeah i mean because iron, iron man 3 is kind of like the last jedi of like the marvel oh, stuff you know where it's like fuck, uh-huh. this is it, it doesn't feel like as touched by like the corporate mandates you know Cause like now they yeah. would never do like a Ben Kingsley style Mandarin twist. They'd be like, no, 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 that would make people angry. And it's like, oh, yeah. fuck that. Like, is it interesting? You know, does it have something to say? Some of the worst bits about it are the the lack of that. Like, like the uh, the interference. Right, it wasn't like um, I forgot. Uh, Re- What's her name? Rebecca. Rebecca Hall. Rebecca, Rebecca Hall. Hall. Yeah. yeah. Be more prominent and change because of. Uh, 
toy reasons. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think, like yeah. that's well, that yeah. sucks. So she's supposed to be like a surprise villain, wasn't she? I think there's something going on. Yeah, right. yeah like yeah. Uh, yeah. the the main guy. Uh, I can't even remember his name now, but um, oh, by uh, Killian. Killian, thank you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, he was going to be her henchman. That was going to be the reveal, and she was going to be the baddie. And then she yeah. would eventually, like, I get, I this is hearsay at this point. I don't know if this is like the official take that was going to happen, but she would have like sacrificed herself to kind of save the day at the end, or something, right. some point or something. Some sort but, of um, redemption. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, t- Shane Black was like, no, I was like, I mean, Tony Stark's problems are like with authority, so you got the government stuff in there. Uh, his faults are like external with the military industrial complex. So you got mm-hmm. that in there, and he's got a terrible problem with women. You know, like he's, he, <laughs> yeah. you know, he starts yeah, off as like a terrible misogynist. Yeah, and yeah. like, why not like approach that again? And I don't know. Shane Black's a smart writer. I think the, the thing that is maybe disappointing about the Iron Man movies is they start off, you know, with Tony Stark as this utter scumbag, and then they chip away at him and they criticize him and what you would hope is that those movies would get deeper and deeper into that where it's like and it stops being just about like criticizing uh war profiteers and starts being critical of actual military and things like that like the billionaires as well like yeah and i I think like um uh, iron man 3 goes back to that a bit after iron man 2 kind of goes off and does its own thing a bit um and i yeah, I kind of wish that we got more of that with Iron Man. Mm, yeah, for sure. Rather than, um, like, you know, I mean, he's kind of like a mass murderer, right? <laughs> oh, he, he also recruits, oh, like, soldiers. Yeah, yeah. I had this revelation recently. I was talking with a, a friend of the show. And for me, I because I actually have a soft spot for Iron Man 2 as well. I think mm-hmm. it doesn't oh, come no, together. Yeah. It doesn't come together. <laughs> but I, I no. think it, it's trying some stuff that's <laughs> That's uh, interesting, but to make that movie work, you got to get Paul Verhoeven to direct it, and he would never have. Oh, this is this is an absolute <laughs> fantasy from the back yeah. of my warped mind. He has said he does not, he doesn't want to make movies in, or he can't make movies in Hollywood because they just don't want to take risks right now, right? And um, right, but like if he could do that, like if he did what he did for RoboCop and Iron Man Two, you know, because like there's a mm. there's a scene straight out of RoboCop Two in Iron Man Two, and I know Verhoeven yeah. didn't have anything yeah. to do with, with RoboCop Two, but like with the test suit pilots and stuff like that, yeah, yeah. like that's it's RoboCop Two, that's all yeah. that movie is, and yeah. I think that movie also needed Paul Verhoeven to kind of bring it all together, and so yeah, he, sure. that could have made that work, and then you have Shane Black for the third one, perfect trilogy. There you go, okay. that's all I needed. But yeah. yeah, yeah, everyone rewatch Iron Man 3. Yeah, I think there's some, some mean spirited stuff in Iron Man 2 that would be better served if, like, they were a bit more aware of it, which I think mm. Verhoeven can do, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. there's some, uh, yeah, there's some like really horrible characters in it and people doing horrible things, and there's uh, it can be a bit flippant about it. Um, and I think, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there, there's certain people that would nail that, yeah. Paul Verhoeven isn't an insane person, but he's a self-aware insane person. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he, he, he just said, uh, he just like said... a deadline headline saying like Paul Verhoeven to direct Iron Man two, and it's the most insane thing I can picture seeing. Yeah. Although I guess that we got the thing saying like, um, what was it like? I remember seeing a headline: Kurt Russell is going to play Ego, the Living Planet. And I just completely lost my mind. I was like, what is even happening anymore? <laughs> what is reality? 
I'm no, back. See, that one was exciting, but I was a little disappointed because my fan cast for Ego was Al Pacino. Al Pacino? Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Al Pacino should be in one of these movies. He should. He he likes yeah. him. He, he, I think well, what Guardians kind of Al Pacino would we get? Devil's Advocate Al Pacino. Like the level of like crazy actor. You know? Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta get him to to do coke again like in heat. Yeah. Char- like because they cut that out of heat where his character was was supposedly like uh like a coke fiend. And then they were like, well, we'll just keep the intensity for like his interrogation stuff. And they're like, okay, yeah. And that's why his uh, like half the scenes in that movie are like fucking crazy. So. Yeah. Plus, you know, he's been in like so many like Adam Sandler movies that are bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has he doesn't have any qualms about taking on anything. Yeah, that's that's true. I'm surprised he hasn't like shown, shown up. up. <laughs> what else can Al Pacino play in MCU? What's left? Um, Galactus. Oh, here they go. Galactus or like Mephisto. Know. He's already played the devil once. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be an obvious Oh, yeah. I'd kind of be down. They're but like could he ham it up as Mephisto? Could he what? Could he ham it up? Is it going to be Prime Ham Pacino? Because either it's I Prime Ham or go home. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he could. Yeah. I, like I think Keaton. so. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'll just throw up my fan casting of Keanu Reeves as, as a silver surfer. There he you go. keeps turning him down. <laughs> he keeps turning oh. down the MCU. They'll just wear him down. No, nah, he, he's got to he <laughs> go, go right reinvent one. cinema with the Matrix 4. So. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm so fucking excited. But that's another yeah. episode of the podcast entirely to talk about that. Um, yeah, I, I guess that that's it. Those are those are our rankings. So let us know mm-hmm. in the comments or in the tweets or the the emails. We have an email. I put it in the, the description sometimes. And uh, <laughs> l- let us know what you all think about this uh, these rankings and if Black Widow would get up there. I won't know because I'm I'm, I'm skipping out on this one. Sorry, but Jack <laughs> Henry Esquire, thank you so much for joining us this week. Yeah, thank you. Where can the people Tom. find you online and uh, anything else you want to plug? uh yeah obviously like check out that nice spider-man show um and uh that's on all the podcast places we have a patreon as well where we uh talk about like other movies and stuff like that we'll do uh, anything for 10 pounds a month <laughs> yeah. anything. even blade the series who knows um and uh, something's better than that and uh yeah and then we're on like yeah just just check out uh just google us i guess and find all the places we're yeah. on tweet at us or like throw bricks at our windows if you prefer please don't if you can but if you want yeah, if that's how you support your podcast then do it yeah i my my arm's not that good from over here so i, I can't uh, I, I gotta let you, you gotta down on the man. brick part but yeah yeah and thank you guys yeah. so much for coming on again and uh, we'll have to have you on again for in the future yeah. for sure we'll have to find something oh, yeah you have- not marvel to talk about <laughs> Book of Henry. Did you Book of Henry? I want to be there. <laughs> Just oh, an no. entire episode about the Book of Henry. That would be fucking oh, yeah. nuts. For for <laughs> well, that's how we'll prepare for Jurassic World three. We'll do the Book of Henry. Oh, that this is yeah, a promise being made in the podcast right now. <laughs> I'm yeah, holding you for that. Yes, please do. Sincerely, I think, I think Trevor retrospective. The Trevorverse. Yeah. No, Trevorverse. No. That sound you hear is Mac yeah. Ringo killing himself right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I can I can tell you already. You can call it Trevorrow World. <laughs> that's, that's a that's a good that's a good series name. I was gonna say that Book of Henry is probably the like most introspective look into Colin Trevorrow's head, though. That's the like you'll see a psych in that movie. No, you know what? We might kill this entire endeavor. 
Just a reminder, that's Jordan Peterson's favorite film of 2017. Oh so, yeah, that makes it. That just makes it a little weird. That's uh, insane. Yeah. Um, we'll sleep on that, but we we definitely have to do something again because uh, that's. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> don't Google Jordan Peterson, but yes. Uh, yeah. Don't. Yeah. Uh, Gene, don't where can people mind. find you? Plugs. You could find me on Twitter and Instagram, Gene nine eight nine two, and you could find me at the Diego Crespo on Twitter and check out the Waffle Press on. Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and Patreon. We can get early access to other retrospectives, other hangouts, other stuff we got going on. Um, there's going to be a change up in the Patreon stuff, but most tiers will, will be okay. It's really just for the, the $15 donations. We'll be uh, closing down the, the the paid recommendation segment. Just So just for the future, for, for people that um, have been donating to that, thank you very much. But uh for our time and for yours, we're going to be limiting that for the foreseeable future. But we'll be open to regular recommendations, you know, just like hit us up on Twitter, every, everywhere else I mentioned. And uh, also, don't forget to hit the bell on YouTube. I feel like I have to notify people to do that more just because YouTube sucks. And uh, Gene and I will be doing a, yeah. a trailer for the official YouTube uh, coming up soon. So we'll have something fun for that. So thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for watching. We have been professionally unprofessional. Professional.